Welcome to the Global Financial Institutions Industry Podcast. My name's Jonathan Petty. I chair the firm's Financial Institutions Global Industry Group, and I'm a partner in the London Dispute Resolution Practice. I handle high-profile litigation, investigations, regulatory enforcement, and financial crime defense matters. My experience lies in advising boards, executive teams, and individuals dealing with complex regulatory and litigation matters on a cross-border basis. I joined the firm from Barclays Bank, where I led the global litigation investigations and enforcement function and established the bank's financial crime legal team. In this episode, we'll take a look at the future of disputes for financial institutions, drawing on our recent report, The Year Ahead, Global Disputes Forecast 2023, adding our own thoughts on the outlook for the industry. And joining me to talk about this is my partner, Amy Greer. Hello. I'm Amy Greer, and I'm a partner in our New York office, and I serve as the co-chair of Baker McKenzie's North America Financial Regulation and Enforcement Practice, which provides our clients with a full range of regulatory advice and enforcement counseling. I also serve on the steering committees of the firm's Global Financial Services Regulatory and Global Financial Institutions Groups. Previously, I served as Chief Litigation Counsel at the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's Philadelphia Regional Office. Currently, my practice is similar to Jonathan's. So, Amy, there are mixed economic signals, but generally the indicators are worsening in many jurisdictions. How do you see the outlook? Well, we have some interesting data on this. Late last year, Baker McKenzie surveyed 600 senior legal and risk leaders from large organizations around the world with an annual revenue greater than 500 million U.S. dollars. We asked about disputes, risk, and future trends. Among the financial institutions we surveyed, 61% expected disputes levels to stay about the same in the coming year, 25% predicted an increase, and only 12% predicted a decrease. So financial institutions are leaning toward an increase in predicted disputes volumes. When we conducted the same survey a year ago, the result was the same but more pronounced. 38% of the respondents expected an increase in disputes. Financial institutions are not optimistic about the current outlook, but they do feel better about 2023 than they felt about 2022. So we know that financial institutions carry significant portfolios of litigation, both in the upswing and in the downturn, both claims by and against. But is the data telling us anything specific about the nature of the litigation and enforcement risk they're facing at the moment? Yes, actually, the survey is helpful here. When we asked respondents for the top external factors which they expect to drive disputes in the next 12 months, the top three were stock market volatility, the changing economic cycle, and cybersecurity and data privacy risks. Interestingly, that's a change from the answers we got in last year's survey. Back then, FIs were still worried about cybersecurity and data privacy issues, but changing technology and COVID featured much more highly in the risk factors. Now, the social and economic backdrop has changed. COVID is no longer seen as a major driver of disputes, but organizations are worried about what litigation might flow from an economic downturn. When we asked what types of disputes financial institutions expect to see in the next 12 months, the top three were cybersecurity and data-related disputes, 
ESG disputes, and insurance disputes. This is broadly similar to last year's results. ESG features more highly on the radar, but cybersecurity and data disputes remain the primary concern. So Jonathan, let's talk a little more about the external factors causing disputes. Clearly, we are in a very different global environment to 12 months ago, and our survey seems to be picking up on that. Yes, COVID-driven supply chain disruption still continues, along with increasing labor shortages. We have Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the energy crisis in Europe, leading to widespread global inflation, driving aggressive interest rate policies. So central banks have reacted and the era of cheap money is over, and that's really impacting growth. The latest forecasts from the OECD show effectively nil growth across the developed world for 2023, with some countries faring better than others. An economic slowdown will bring increasing defaults, significant bad debt impairment, and increasing recovery actions and litigation in the corporate and consumer lending space in particular. As accounts are poured over to find spare cash, supplier contracts are squeezed, then wrongdoing will come to light, which in better times would go unnoticed. Also, as organizations rationalize their costs, including headcount, We always see an uptick in whistleblower reports of misconduct, whether those are genuine complaints or self-protective strategies. Some corporations may struggle to service debt, owing to higher interest rates and wider credit spreads. Economic volatility also tends to drive an increase in fraud and other conduct risk issues. Volatile markets present opportunities and incentives for companies and individuals to behave badly. Indeed. And I think we can expect regulators and other law enforcement agencies to be busy as a result. At present, in the U.S., we have an interesting juxtaposition under the Biden administration, where the SEC, the chief civil regulatory agency, has taken a tough prosecutorial stance, while the Department of Justice, the actual criminal prosecutor, has been all about compliance and process all of which has made for some tough decisions for our FI clients. I agree. Our survey shows that 80% of financial institution respondents are concerned about the risk of external investigation in 2023. The industry faces significant regulatory risk in the year ahead as regulators and other agencies increase compliance enforcement. The invasion of Ukraine has led to increased risk from sanctions and related disputes. The downstream stage of sanctions is likely to cause particular issues in areas such as anti-money laundering and know-your-customer investigation and enforcement. This coincides with regulators, especially outside the US, becoming more active in the enforcement sphere, many at the instigation of FATF, the International Standards Body for AML. Let's now examine the specific types of litigation financial institutions are worried about. The big ones were cybersecurity and data and ESG. No surprises there, Amy. I don't think those results will surprise any of our clients in the industry. And in fact, those were the top two issues in every industry we surveyed. But the scale of concern about cyber and data disputes is significant. 63% of financial institutions, well over half, cited them as a risk in our survey. Digitalization and fintech is gathering pace. Plainly, technology brings benefits such as lower costs, but also increases the vulnerability of the financial sector. Of course, companies across all industries are concerned about the risk of cyber attack, 
but the consequences for a financial institution can be particularly significant. The scale of potential liability is enormous, covering direct liability to customers, regulatory enforcement and fines, and reputational risk. The legal backdrop is also changing, and we are seeing strengthening data protection laws that give victims enhanced rights of redress or impose liability for cyber attacks on directors. In addition, we have pending rulemakings from the SEC on both cybersecurity for all public companies, as well as investment advisors and investment companies, and of course the pending SEC climate ESG reporting rule. Everyone is waiting to see what will happen with all of these when and if they are finalized. We also see environmental, social, and governance litigation high on the agenda. Yes, 46% of respondents, that's almost half, cited it as a risk in our survey. But this is an aggressively growing issue. So each time the survey is repeated, we'd expect that number to be going up as awareness and prioritization shifts. Litigation and enforcement represent a key risk for financial institutions when it comes to ESG disclosures and reporting. There'll be an increasing scrutiny of the adequacy of public disclosures on ESG and enforcement where they are misleading or incomplete. Guarding against liability for greenwashing is a major concern. It is vital, therefore, to understand the risks and the mitigation strategies available. We will see a growth in climate-related litigation against financial institutions from NGOs and activist shareholders. Until recently, claims have focused on the disclosure of climate-related information. However, the trend is now moving to scrutiny of what prudent financial management means. For example, what fiduciary duties are owed when acting as a financial advisor in investment planning or M&A transactions? Until recently, most litigation was in the US, but this is also changing. We're seeing the introduction of a range of new standards, many no longer just voluntary, but mandated, relevant to financial institutions, especially around due diligence, disclosure, and marketing of investments. As the SEC and FCA have both identified, the tools for enforcement are there. We don't need any more law or regulation to enable regulators to bring enforcement actions for misleading public statements or for shareholder class actions. They just need to turn their guns on a new form of wrongdoing. A quick word on insurance disputes. They made it into our third place on the risk rankings this year. Yes, and it's a fairly significant rise from last year's survey. Insurance and reinsurance disputes typically rise when the economy cools. Claims thresholds are triggered and organizations look to recover losses. There are also other current issues that may see litigation, such as ongoing debate in the industry over the scope of cyber warfare exclusions. Of course, for future years, insurers are cutting back on their willingness to cover this type of risk. Jonathan, clearly these risks aren't going away. So what advice would you give to legal teams in financial institutions to help them prepare for the future? Every year in this report, we talk about litigation preparedness. We ask in our survey if clients feel well prepared for litigation, and generally, they tell us they do not. Only 21% of financial institution respondents were fully confident or very confident in their organization's level of preparedness for litigation. And this industry conducts a lot of litigation. Organizations also lack confidence in finding the right services for litigation and arbitration support. These services typically include document review, legal project management, translations, and transcriptions. Only 11% of respondents were fully or very confident on this topic. 
If people want to learn more about additional steps they can take, we have a litigation intelligence tool, which assesses an organization's litigation readiness and benchmarks them against their peers. Thank you, Jonathan. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. If you found this podcast helpful, you might be interested to check the report we mentioned, The Year Ahead, Global Disputes Forecast 2023, as well as our litigation intelligence tool, which are both available on bakermckenzie.com. And we hope you will join us for our next podcast episode. Thanks again. Thank you.